Animal Magic, The Forgotten Beasts of Eld from 1974 by Patricia A. McKillop. American writer Patricia A. McKillop, who died in May 2022, was a major author of fantasy and science fiction. She was noted for her stylized, poetic prose and for stories rich with strong themes. She wrote many novels, including the Riddlemaster trilogy between 1976 to 1979, but all of her books after 1994 were standalones. McKillop's breakthrough was her first novel for adults. The Forgotten Beasts of Eld was published in 1974 and won the first World Fantasy Award the following year. The book was written when the author was just 26 and has become a prominent classic of the genre. Notably, it's an entry in both iterations of the Fantasy Masterworks line. The book focuses on a powerful wizard woman who dwells in seclusion with a group of enchanted animals held there by her magic. But how does the novel weave a spell of its own? The Forgotten Beasts of Eld can be thought of as a book of two halves. The first half is set entirely on Eld Mountain, where the young and beautiful wizard woman Cybele lives in a kind of splendid isolation. The second half completes Cybele's exposure to a wider fantasy setting, which complicates her life with love, revenge and war. To a large extent, the book is about power. It's about what it means to have power, how best to use it, and whether to keep it or to relinquish it. In keeping with McKillop's other work, magic here is often a quiet and subtle thing. Cybele and other wizards deal not in fire and lightning, but in twists of will that can change lives and alter the fate of nations. When the story begins, Cybele is almost completely cut off from the world and knows little about it. Her father has died, and her only human contact is the old witch Maelga. Cybele shares a house with a loose group of magical animals, with whom she can speak telepathically. There is a giant black swan, the fearsome cat Mariah, the faithful lion Gules, the aging dragon Guild, and the dependable falcon Tur. Lastly, there is Sirin, a wise boar who deals in riddles and, uniquely among the animals, can speak aloud. Content with these creatures, Cybele needs nothing from the world. The world, however, has other ideas. When Cybele is 16, she's given a baby to care for. The boy, Tamlorn, grows up with her on Eld Mountain and gradually becomes the centre of her life. His presence there, and his parentage, draw Cybele and her animals into the cares and conflicts of the human world. She is caught between the nations of Mondor and Surla, two rival states adjacent to the mountain who've been at war before and may be so again. Both regimes covet not only young Tam, but also Cybele's power to control her animals, and even the minds of people. McKillop handles this plot with more subtlety than many authors would. There are no battles in the novel, and little in the way of overt violence or physical action. In this respect, the book has a similar feel to the Earthsea novels by Ursula K. Le Guin, which also deal with power as a central theme. At times, the book does summon up a different kind of tension. A sequence in which Cybele finds herself at the mercy of a cruel and domineering male wizard is memorable for its sense of menace and despair. One real strength of the book is the development of Cybele's character. She genuinely changes over the course of the narrative, altered by her broadening experience with the outside world. McKillop's implication that a person who lives in isolation would be essentially emotionless, and the suddenness of some of Cybele's changes can be jarring, but the protagonist thinks and feels very differently by the end of the story. This is welcome in a genre in which characters are often static paragons of good or evil, 
and Cybele is by no means an entirely good or consistently likeable heroine. Compared with the later Riddlemaster trilogy, The Forgotten Beast of Eld has some other strengths. It's far easier to read, and McKillop's style here is clear and concise. As Pat Cadigan observes in her introduction to the Fantasy Masterworks edition of the novel, later authors might take multiple volumes to tell this same story. There are also some welcome flashes of humour, something which is almost completely absent from the confusing and overly serious Riddlemaster trilogy, which draws as much from the ponderousness of Tolkien as it does from Le Guin. While it often offers little in the way of excitement, The Forgotten Beasts of Eld is a thoughtful and imaginative fantasy novel, which is a welcome contrast with the often bloated, sluggish entries in the genre today. It's also a good entry point into the extensive work of the late Patricia A. McKillop. The Internet Speculative Fiction Database has a full bibliography for McKillop, and the SF Encyclopedia has an entry on her written by Peter Nichols and John Clute. Many of McKillop's books had covers illustrated by the Japanese-American fantasy artist Kinoko Y. Kraft. Certain elements of this novel strongly anticipate the later Riddlemaster trilogy. These include occasional mentions of harpists, Sirin's flair for riddles, and one use of the phrase Riddlemaster. A brief article about McKillop was published by Tor to mark the occasion of her death and includes a quote from the author about the inspirations for her work. Thanks for listening to this episode. You can find more of my writing in text and audio form at my site andyjohnson.xyz. You can also find me on Twitter at andyjohnsonuk and you can support me at patreon.com slash andyjohnson. Catch you next time.